Hey everyone and welcome to another podcast. Thank you so much for listening and following me and following my journey. This podcast was supposed to be out yesterday, but something went really wrong and it happens sometimes as an independent filmmaker. Things go uh, wrong. So today we're gonna be talking about, about my journey, how to make my first feature film outsiders, really my first real-time feature film outsiders, and I didn't save the files. So hopefully today um, I will be able to save it, and probably if you listen to this now, it went really well, and it's all online out for you guys. Now, if you've been following me on YouTube, you probably guys know that Outsiders. It's not just a feature film, it's not just my first feature film, but it's also a film that went terribly wrong because I lost the entire movie. Basically, it's a movie that inspired and started my filmmaking career and got me uh, to where I am now. I'm not gonna lie, I made a lot of mistakes making that movie and I just wanted to record this and share it with you guys. So hopefully, if you are a filmmaker, maybe you find it interesting or maybe even inspiring. So. Let me tell you more about my first film, Outsiders. So I was living in Italy, in Sardinia, because I was born in Ukraine and then my family moved to Sardinia and I didn't really have much choice. So I'm in Sardinia, I'm going to school and my mom would give me money to buy coffee or something else at school. And what I would do, I would run to Home Depot almost every day and I would buy pieces of metal and wood that would make no sense and somehow I would put them together and I would build shoulder supports and other filmmaking bits and pieces that absolutely made me happy, really happy. And I was a kid back then. I didn't really know much about filmmaking, but I would see this occasional video on YouTube and I would see how other filmmakers would do this and that and I would get inspired and I would do that myself too. So technically that's the beginning of my filmmaking career because just a few years later I felt like I need to leave Sardinia and I felt like I got to go to London because I wanted to start my professional filmmaking career and back then I had no idea what I was getting into. Now I will skip all of the boring parts and me getting into film school that absolutely taught me nothing and just put me in debt that took me about two years to repay and I'll get, get to, the, to point the point that... where I found myself working in a restaurant and I absolutely hated my life every single day because I was this kid and I knew I had what it takes and I knew I wanted to make movies but I just didn't know how so I knew that I have to get off my ass and to try and make a short film so I did I made about 10 short films that people absolutely hated and some people call them absolutely worst short films in the name of short films. So I stopped making short films. And I thought to myself that filmmakers who judge me for making not the best short films out there are filmmakers who make only short films. So back then I decided that I will go to the next stage of my filmmaking career and that is to make a future film all by myself. All I just needed to figure out is a way to do it because back then I had no clue about future filmmaking because trust me, when it comes to making a future, it's very different from making a short film. So, so what I did, I went to YouTube and I started to learn as much as I can how to write a future film. And about two months later, I had a first draft of uh, Outsiders and it wasn't perfect. It wasn't ready to be shot, but it was a beginning. Long story short, it took me a few more months and I finished it. I had a script in my hands 
that potentially could be a good movie. But being a crazy independent filmmaker, what I did, because I knew I needed something a little extra to push me forward, I booked a ticket to LA. Now, remember that I'm super young at this age and I have no idea what I'm doing, but my plan was to make outsiders, fly to LA, just show up to the movie studio and tell them that I made a movie and it's for sale. And I thought that this is how it works. Um, long story short, I was really disappointed. Needless to say that I did go to LA, but I went to LA without movie in my hands because something terrible happened. So let's start from the beginning. So I have a script in my hands and I've started looking for actors and soon I got a lot of applications. And soon enough, I had my top picks and I had my cast for Outsiders. Now I honestly have no idea how I managed to convince them to be in my film because I was really young and I had no idea what I'm doing. But probably the fact that I had black magic because it just came out back then helped me a lot. Because all of a sudden I was this kid who has this nice fancy looking cinema camera and it looks all legit. So probably they thought I'm a legit filmmaker. Well, it was not the case. Now keep in mind, this is my first feature film and somehow I managed to schedule the movie to be shot in one day pretty much in one forest and few more scenes at the lake. I think I got addicted to real-time filmmaking from outsiders because the adrenaline rush that movie gave me was absolutely mind-blowing. So long story short, I got my actors, I got a makeup artist, I couldn't afford a sound recorder so I strapped this microphone on top of the camera and it was a game. We went to the forest and we shot a movie. Now I'm not going to lie, it was really stressful. And I couldn't sleep properly for the next few months because it was so intense. So after we wrapped, I put all of my files on the hard drive and I was so happy that I made this film. But I decided, you know what, it was quite a journey. So why don't I just put my stuff in storage and go see my mom in Sardinia for a few weeks. So I did that. Because remember I said that I got ticket to LA? I mean it, I literally closed all of my accounts in UK. I gave notice to my landlord and I was ready to go and start my American dream as a filmmaker in Hollywood. So I went to Sardinia, I saw my mom, I had an amazing time with my family and I told her that I'm moving to California, Hollywood. Then I came to London, I grabbed my stuff and the same night I was on the plane to Hollywood. When I landed, I had an issue with customs. Now I didn't do anything illegal or anything wrong. The plane just landed in LAX and there is about 100 of us and it's about 2 a.m. at night. I carry all of my camera equipment in my backpack because it has camera and lenses, basically very fragile stuff. And I don't want to put it on hold just in case it gets damaged. When you land in US, they give you this piece of paper on the plane that you have to fill up where you have to say your name, why you're going there and where you're going to be staying. So I did that. I put my name and why I'm going there. Now, it's about 100 of us, and like I said, it's really late, it was about 2 a.m., and finally my time comes. So I come to the officer, I hand him the card, and he looks at me and he says, you didn't put the postcode where you're gonna be staying. I didn't even realize that I missed it because I did put the name of the street and the apartment, but I didn't put the post index. Back then, I didn't have a pen on me, but I saw that officer has a pen in his front pocket. So I said, excuse me, officer, can I have a pen, please? 
I can write this post index right now, I know it. And he looked at me with his crazy eyes and very loud almost shouted, you are coming from London and you don't have a pen on you? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I never was so humiliated in my life like back then. Obviously, he didn't like me. So he didn't give me his pen and he told me to go back in the line, borrow a pen from one of the passengers and come back. And I had to do just that. By the time I got all the way back, there was another plane that just landed and I have another 100 passengers in front of me. I managed to find a pen, I managed to put the index and now I had to wait. It took me about an hour to get there and all I was praying is that I will go to some other officer, not him, because clearly he didn't like me. But it wasn't my day because when I got back to the front of the line and I was called, I went to the very same officer. So I give him the paper, he looks at it, he scans my passport and then he looks at me, says nothing, then he looks at my backpack. And he asked me, what's in the bag? I tell him that I have a camera, hard drive and a couple of lenses. And he says that he really wants to see what's inside there. So obviously he's an officer of the law. I have to comply. So I take my bag off my shoulders and I open it up and he starts to study the contents. And the fact that Blackmagic Cinema Camera looked really professional didn't help me at all. He started to tell me that I come to US without work permit, I have a professional looking camera in my backpack, I have no media papers, what the hell I'm doing there. I didn't know what to answer, I was scared, I was young, so I said nothing. Then he saw a hard drive. And my hard drive looked like a solid metal box. So I told him it's a hard drive, it has my files on it, and he said that he wants to look inside that solid container, inside the hard drive enclosure itself to make sure I don't smuggle anything illegal. Swear to God, I didn't know how to open it. And I told him, I don't know how to open it. I don't know how lazy it does it, but it had no screws, at least not visible screws. So I just was honest and I told him, I don't know how to open it. So he said, fine. And I thought that's going to be the end of it. But no, that was just the beginning because he said he needs to x-ray it just to be sure there is nothing inside. And oh God, he had fun. I've seen him putting that thing through the x-ray machine at least 10 times. About an hour later, I was cleared and I was on my way to my Hollywood apartment. Now, it took me a few months to settle down in LA, but when I did, I was ready to start editing the movie. And when I loaded the files to my editor, I was heartbroken. Because what I had was not footage anymore. It was a mess of things. It was a mess of lines green vomit and some other stuff. I was freaking out so I went online and I started to do research and from what I discovered is that my files were corrupted. Long story short, I couldn't recover the footage and back then sadly I knew that I have lost my first film. The problem was that I had only one copy of the files because I didn't know, I didn't think that something like this might happen to the film. Something like this might happen to me. So I did a terrible mistake by putting everything in one place. And that was it pretty much. That's how I lost my first film. I still don't lose hope about making that film. Maybe next year. We'll see. But guys, if you are filmmakers, don't make same mistake. Always back up your files in few places and never keep those hard drives in one location. Never. And guys, thanks so much for listening to this. If you like podcasts like this, 
Follow this podcast. Follow me on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Follow me on YouTube. I do daily vlogs and other interesting stuff. Follow me on OnlyFans where I post only exclusive content that I never post on other social media platforms. It's onlyfans.com slash And follow me on Instagram, of course. It's Instagram Hank Ryan. Once again, thank you so much for listening and have an amazing Sunday. Oh, 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 oh,